Batman Universe. Welcome back, everyone, to the Batman Universe, your source for all news about the Batman. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Andy DiGenova, and I am joined by... Jamie McGow. Magoo, sorry. Jamie McGow or Magoo, however you choose to say it. Magoo. Uh, Unfortunately, Brian is unable to make it this week. This week. Something different. Um... But uh, Brian, uh, Brian, I believe, is on uh, ex- extended vacation. He's yeah. good. He's good. There was uh, an issue with some sort of a, a Yeti, I believe. Ouch. Or, yeah, like, uh, so he was done with the, the colony, right? The lepers. The leper colony. Yeah, and he, so to relax, he went to the Himalayas. Of course. As, as you do. As one does, you know. And uh, and as he was there, halfway up the mountain, he was he, he, he realized the Sherpas were of no use to him because yeah. Batman uh, Batman Brian Crosby is like, I don't need Sherpas, okay? Yeah. I, unless it's you're a Robin or a Batgirl, I'm going on my own. Yeah. And I need to find this blue flower, okay, and I'm going to find it yeah. with or without your help. Exactly. Mostly and, without your help. And he did find the blue flower, but he was, in fact, kidnapped by a Yeti. Oh, so. And so now I believe he's hanging upside down in the Yeti's cave, mm-hmm. and we can only hope that... He escapes. So right now, our <laughs> so many references there. <laughs> our thoughts and prayers go out to Brian's family, uh, and uh, we hope that he's home safe soon. He'll be fine. He'll make it. I don't know. I don't even know how he got us that letter. Just that tattered little. <laughs> he said only to with us. a little blood with smear. Little, yeah, scribed to us to let us know where he was. We should probably tell his family, but I don't know. We guess we don't want no, to. No, I don't. don't, don't want to bring him. bad news. Yeah, we'll bring the good news when he's out. We'll so. just we'll just tell them he's on the roof and he can't get down. That's right. Yeah, that's. Believable enough, so. right? <laughs> so, so, so next time maybe, eh, Cross? Yes, eh? We're, we're we're thinking of you, Brian. <laughs> we are. Uh, anyway, we we're back to have a, a podcast as <laughs> as we do. Uh, it, it's a slow news week, so we can just keep Woo! we can just keep on telling you stories about Brian's we adventures can. if you'd like. Yeah, I doubt you will, but or, we can. Or we can just give you the little bat nuggets that we got this week. Just little. It's back to. I mean, it's back frankly, to, hair to, news would be pretty good this yeah, week. Yeah. Like this, it's. You it's, know what? We made fun, but I would kill for a new picture of Jared Leto's hair this week, dude. We need it because everything else is just like little throwaway comments by people as they do the rounds for other things. We've got like four paragraphs on Jai Courtney. Like that's. I mean, and, and, and credit is an entertaining. Of all the guy. things I could talk about, I don't really want to talk about Jai Courtney. Yeah. You I know. don't. But, but he's, we he's will. the one talking right now, so I guess that's... If he's, he's out there doing his insurgent stuff. Yeah, he is. Uh, so let's let's start... Let's get into with, it. ...with movies. Batman v Superman. As we do. So, Junkie XL. Who we, we talked about last we week. We talked about last and we, time. And we shared some of his work with you all. If you didn't listen to us last time, go back and listen because you'll get that little snippet of Junkie XL's... Uh, piece of work from Run All Night. Run All Night? Yeah. Run All Night. Sketchbook and 3. Sketchbook 3, which is which is very good. And uh, so basically, if you don't know, he is going to be scoring the Batman portion of BVS. So Hans Zimmer will be doing the bulk of BVS, but he will be the guy that is doing the Batman theme. So there was an interview um, that he did with Collider where they were talking about his various works, et cetera, et cetera. And he was talking a little bit about comics and the interviewer expressed how he loved Man of Steel. Um, and 
And Junkie XL told him how much he loved it too by saying, uh, I shouldn't say this, but I would have done that for free. Uh, and he expressed that he grew up reading comics, mostly Tarzan and then Spider-Man, but Batman was too dark. His parents wouldn't let him read him those books until he was older. Uh, but he also talked about being a part of these movies and how you can only hope to make an impact and properly deliver your vision for the character at the time uh, because these movies are going to keep being made and they're gonna, there's always going to be a new guy scoring them. I mean, frankly, as long as these movies have been being made, there hasn't been that many people that have scored them because the same great guys continue to score them right. over and over, um, which is shows uh, you know how well they do. But he's just trying to make his kind of uh, mark in the sand. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's pumped, you know, it's, he's definitely, uh, he's a pretty relaxed guy, you know, and considering I wouldn't, I'll say this, if somebody pointed out to me like that guy's junkie XL, I'd be like, that guy's like that, the name, I he feel doesn't like, look, he's not like his name. Yeah. Like he's just, I mean, he probably got, he probably got it when he was like a young guy, you know, like a really uh-huh. young guy. He's not old, but he's, you know. He doesn't look like a junkie. He doesn't look like you're expect. I'm like expecting a chain and maybe like a crooked <laughs> hat, you know. And he's just like dressed like you and I. I was like, right, right, right on, right on. But you know, I guess if if he had a chain and a crooked hat, I'd be a little worried about what Batman would sound like. True. So, I'd rather he look legit. Yeah, it's a little judgmental on my part, but I think we're on the same page with that. I I know what you're saying. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I get where you're coming okay, from. Okay, good, good. I am a funny story though. I want to name my firstborn Junkie XL. So really, yeah, yeah, Junkie XL, Bruce Wayne, Dijanova. That's and that I'm was just a going with it. It is. Really. So when I when I learned about this Junkie XL, I was like, pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you got to go with the fact that you know you at least have another guy that you can point to and be like, yeah. "Well, look at this." Well, like, it's everyone, a hell of a legacy. Yeah, you thought this was so crazy, but look at look at this Junkie XL. Yeah, doing great things. Yes. So. Yes, Don't and I just I just imagine, it. you know, my kid running around trying to steal cook cookies, and I'd be like, "Stop being such a junkie, junkie!" Yeah, you're gonna get XL size eating all those cookies, <laughs> junkie XL. Those are terrible, but good enough for the Batman Universe podcast, I think. We've got no news. <laughs> We've got no news, guys. There's not much uh, going on. We're sorry. Anyway, did you read this part? The second part. Oh here. well, no. He basically just he got chills down his spine when he found out that he's work getting to work on BBS. And when they asked him, kind of longevity wise, how long he'd be working, he said no comment and lol, which I had to write <laughs> because I just don't feel like people say that verbally. Lol, I write it all the time. So but. did he go no comment? Ha 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 ha. Or did he go no comment? Lol. He laughed legitimately. Okay, he actually laughed. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'm the one saying LOL in this case. Okay. He didn't say LOL. I I just say well, LOL in real yeah. life because yeah. it's so much less exhausting. Laughing is tough. LOL. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough, you know. It's hard to get a laugh even. So, it's true. So giving a laugh, you know, <laughs> with an LOL is it's kind of nice as well. Yeah. So... So that's where we're at with that. So if you want to, it's a great interview. What the hell's going on? I don't on? know. It's it's a bonkers Friday for us. So yeah. We're yeah, usually, sorry, I but we're I usually not... blame it on recording early. Now I'm going to blame it on recording late. It's a different animal It today. was an early morning for me. Yes. It is a whole different animal. So, uh, But there you go. Yeah. If you want to check out this interview, go to YouTube, uh, find the interview uh, from Collider, start it around the 19 minute mark, and you can hear all the great comics talk. Indeed. Moving forward to our favorite King of Atlantis, Jason Momoa, Aquaman himself, Arthur Curry, 
the myth, the legend, the badass. The beast. Uh, he's out there. And, Doing uh, the Lord's work. He is. You know what? He's working hard. God, I, I love this guy, right? Uh, he was at Indiana Comic Con. Uh, a fan, Liz Guadiana? Good, good enough for me. All right. Good enough for me. Should, hey, Liz. Hope hey, you listen. What's up, Liz? Uh, sorry we're we messed so, up your last name. Sorry. We're not really sorry. She met Jason Momoa, who was there signing autographs, and brought an Aquaman poster for him to sign. Number one, there are Aquaman posters already. I need to get them. Well, I feel or like... Or did she, like, have it printed out? I feel like she made it. Yeah. Or, like, printed it out, which, honestly, that's kudos. Good for her. You're one of us. That's awesome. You are one of us. The fact that you saw that picture and you were like, I'm getting that yeah. as a poster Just so now. you know, that's a poster. Stat. That's, Costco edition. Huge. Yes. You know? So, she had him sign this Aquaman poster, and she said, Can you write down a reason why all these DC haters out there should join our DC universe? And he had an answer... And it went viral, which I think is great. Um, he wrote F Marvel. Yes, he did. And not F. He wrote the full the full word. F blankety blank blankety K. blank K. Yes. Yes, the whole thing. And um, even even the the script, like the way he wrote it, was yeah. like really cool. You know, it wasn't like. Like it, it a guy like, like that's got to write cool. <laughs> Come on. If he wrote in, like, big, loopy, flowery letters, it wouldn't be that's as good. That's true. But, but he, I would expect, like, small, like, concise type, you know, or either just, or a mess. Like, just like, you know, he's an animal. Yeah. It was like the F and the M were huge, and then the rest of the words were, like, small. And yeah. Like a lot. It was It was very, like... Graphical. It was, it was cool. Like you could make, like maybe we. No, I don't want to make a poster of that because I don't like, necessarily well, agree. That's, that's just <laughs> I, I, I was like, it looked cool. I should get, you know, I should get a tattoo of it. But I don't agree with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it was cool. It's you know, cool. it's nice to just see, you know, like that kind of because, I mean, frankly. People are more DC apologists, I think, for the most part, than because Marvel has all of these fantastic movies uh, yeah. backing them yeah. already. You know, well, so it's, it's weird easy how, to be like it's weird how DC has kind of become the underdog, yeah, which is weird and strange and whatever. But that's kind of the nature of it, and like because Marvel's the new fish in the cinematic universe, like yeah. successfully, yeah, truthfully, yeah. they're, but, they're but the new the, fish. I mean, they just had they have so much volume out there, and yeah, now, and and have really broken into the mainstream. I mean, and so so is Batman and Superman, but not in a n- not yeah. the rest of the characters. Right. Um, but because Marvel has really kind of started to own this genre. Yeah. Uh, and they just have so much out there, like you said. There are a lot of, of Marvel super fans who just have, you know, they, they just have their knives out for DC for yeah. whatever reason. And so it's nice to see a guy like Jason Momoa not only excited to play Aquaman, uh, embracing that role, but... You know what? Like fight, fighting for the home team. Yeah. And I think that's cool. Drawing a line in the sand. Like, you know, you, we both love both. We yes. both love DC. We both love Marvel. So You I'm don't not, have to choose. Uh, yeah, you don't have to choose. But, you know, Robert Downey Jr. has been talking shit about DC since 2008. He has. He has. You know, Anthony Mackie talks shit about DC. Samuel Jackson talks shit about DC. So, you know what? It's nice to see a little equal opportunity shit talking. That's yeah. All. Yeah, and this is it right there. And I, I, I mean... Jason Momoa is the guy to do it, honestly. Like, out yeah. of all of them, like, yeah. Henry Cavill is, like, a he's nice... He's so nice. He's, he's a nice so, fellow. Exactly. He's right. a nice fellow. He's yeah. not even a nice man. He's a nice fellow. He is. Or chap, if he's you will. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Ben Affleck, you know, just all-American guy. Yeah. Just, you know, he, he's a kind sir. Right. You know, <laughs> Jason Momoa, you know, 
this is right in line with Jason Momoa. That's he's, great. Yeah, he's a beast, you know. And so it's like, hey, sometimes animals lash out in the wild. Okay, so this is exactly what happens when that when an animal lashes out in the wild, and right. we're all there to pick up the pieces and say, thank you very much. I think That's, it's I think it's it's fun. Good for him. Yeah. All good. No harm. I mean, honestly, no harm done. No, it's all part of the fun. Yes. This is Pepsi and Coke. Right. Let let the right. games begin. Um, before we move on to Suicide Squad, going to throw something else I just saw. Yes. Good. We need it. Thank goodness. And I was hoping there would be I don't, this. I'm not. I don't buy it, but I'm going to throw it out there because it's oh, out this, there. I think I might know. Because guess who it is? El Mayimbe. Of course it's El, El Mayimbe. Mayimbe. I know. That dude has a new rumor for every <sighs> day. It's almost. It's almost as if... He gets paid by how many people come to his website to read his rumors. I don't think that's the case. Like, that would be insane. That would be crazy. Because I, I know that internet movie bloggers are, are full of integrity. This guy has proven time and again that he cares about facts and facts only. That's it. So I, I don't think that's the case. No. But, but if I didn't know better, if I was a little more cynical, mm-hmm. I would think he was making the stuff up. If if I were cynical, that's but a I'm not. that's a stretch, Andy. But I I could see how, why you might think that way if you were completely uneducated. Right, on the subject. absolutely. <laughs> um, but I said all that to say this: he just tweeted out Batman v Superman trailer at WonderCon question mark exclamation point. Uh, uh, so. Anyway, yeah. Well, he also commented anyway. on a, on Batman's role in Suicide Squad. Yeah, and the rumor was just vague enough that you didn't have to have any real information. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like just like was, his Joker scoop right. that basically took information that was confirmed by Joe Blow over yeah. a month ago. Yeah, and and kind of. Uh, just reworded just, it. Just reworded yeah. it and accentuated it and yeah. pretended like it was new rumors. It, yeah, it's like. <laughs> This just in, if Batman is in Suicide Squad, he's going to be a creature of the night. He's uh, a boogeyman a, a that boogeyman. everyone's afraid of. Yeah. yeah, you mean... You mean Batman? You mean Batman? <laughs> Thank you so much. Rumor... So, <laughs> here's, here's rumor a, here, confirmed, Batman will be Batman. Here's a rumor <laughs> for Suicide you. Squad. Here's a rumor for you, El Mayim oh, Bay. I got a rumor that if Batman is in Suicide Squad, he will be wearing a cape and cowl. Ugh. Hashtag confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. Okay, I'm with you. 100% hashtag confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. You got to stand by this stuff. You know, when you hear rumors. Yeah. Another rumor in Batman v Superman, when Batman drives a car, it will be a Batmobile. Yeah. Hashtag confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. Yeah. So you heard those three. Great, great information. Three little pieces right there. You can take it to the bank, you know. I mean, actually, at least with that. As vague as those are, those are going to land 100% of the time. <laughs> those at which least is, you can confirm. Yeah, exactly, which is not not what I can say for Al Mayimbe or the Latino review. So. Anyway, so he's he, he he tweeted this out that, that, you know, Batman v Superman trailer, WonderCon. But, you know, how many of these false alarms have we gotten up till now? Uh, you know. Yeah, here, I saw another one with another hoping. movie, too. Yeah, here's was, hoping. Yeah, exactly. There was another movie that's coming out soon. What, I don't know. What Mad Max? Yeah, Mad Max. That's yeah. the next one that everyone says BBS. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath for anything for a while now. Like picks, yeah, but trailer. I, I was teaser. holding my breath, but then I passed out, so I don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, you know when we're gonna see it? Comic Con. That's when we're At gonna least. see it. And I got my tickets. Yes, you did. Woo. Andy, Andy, Whew. 
You should have seen me flip today. out. I yeah. was I was driving behind the wheel when I got the email that your registration is now open, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. I like immediately got to where I was going and went on my phone and tickets purchased. Especially when you're driving behind the wheel versus in front of the wheel, which is even crazier. That's tougher. It's, it t- it's more difficult, Andy. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I wasn't a passenger is my point. <laughs> right. You were uh, driving. I was actually, I was driving from panicked. the roof. Yeah. My my feet right. through the, right. the, the sunroof, which, steering with my toes. I mean, I'm confident you would have gotten the, the passes to Comic-Con, but you probably just wouldn't be around anymore to, you know. <laughs> right. To take those passes. Right. So. I'm glad. I'm glad it worked out. It worked yeah, out. Truly, that's a panicked time. We're gonna get that so. trailer at some point soon, yeah. and uh, we'll be at Comic Con, all of us now. We will. All two of us. Come say hi to us, and maybe Brian. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath for that either. For that one either. Yeah, exactly. So we will be there reporting. So don't worry, guys. We're doing this for you. That's why we go to Comic Con. We don't enjoy it at all. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, David Ayer just on the tweeting game as usual. Um, not a not a ton of tweets this as of the last week. Um, you know, after it's kind of the trail's gotten a little bit cold. He's been he's been Joker quiet. Stuff. Yeah, he's been a little quiet. He's you know he's working on a movie. It's cool, uh, but we got a little uh, what is it? A photo of like the backside of a set uh, is what it looks like. And basically he tweeted, it says, Squibs rigged for a gunfight, hashtag Suicide Squad. So basically it's like a picture of, of a ton of wires and uh, what looks like charges mounted on the back of a set. Uh, so, you know, basically, hey, going to be some traditional effects in this movie. So, you know, not cool. just, not a bunch of lens flares and everything from the digital side, which there will be anyway, too. But cool to see some a little bit of old school filmmaking. I think uh, I think airs that way, so yeah. not surprising at all. Yeah. You know, I did watch Fury last you did? weekend. Oh, cool! I watched it. Okay, so now is the part of the Batman universe where we review Fury. Okay, uh, good. I, I'm I'm with you. I haven't even seen it. Yeah, so I'm totally I fin- ready. I finally watched it. Um, <laughs> overall, I really liked it. And okay. n- knowing that war movies aren't my bag at all, I'm just not into them. Um, but overall, I really liked it. I totally, when you watch it, you get why he's doing Suicide Squad because Good. this is an ensemble. It's a team of five guys, all with very unique personalities uh, that look out for each other but also have conflicts with each other. Uh, he's able to balance all those characters well. He's able to, the action was fantastic and shot really well. The whole movie was beautiful to look at. It was shot great. Uh, my only issue with it, with it was that I felt like the story wasn't super strong. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they never gave us a great reason why these guys were out doing what they were doing. It was just kind of like, oh. oh, this team of guys are out to kill Nazis. Great, but you need something a little more compelling to get really invested in their mission, and mm. you never are given that. Mm. You know, so so that was where I thought there was some opportunity where they could have given you more to get invested in what these guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was just on the strength of the actors and the performances and the relationships. So I still think Fear, or I still think Ayer is absolutely the right guy for Suicide awesome. Squad, um, and I think that with something like Suicide Squad, you are going to have a much more clean cut mission and story to. to we go have Amanda on. Waller. I yeah, mean, exactly. That's that's generally what you need, <laughs> you know. Right. Like for Suicide Squad, it's like, okay, you know, here's your rallying force right here. Like yeah. literally, this person and assembles you, and you go. You know, yeah. so yeah. 
I think that's we can hashtag confirm that that will be the driving force totally, of this whole thing. Totally. Anyway, and before so. anyone writes in, yes, there are moments where Brad Pitt sits down with a commander and they give him his mission, but it's just dialogue and it's vague. And so, it, even though they tell you what mission they're out to do, uh-huh. you still don't connect with it. Okay. If that makes sense. So before yeah. people go, what are you talking about? He was given a mission. He was, yeah. but it wasn't presented. Just not enough place making for you to it really. Was, yeah, like, it wasn't feel presented in like a great understand. way. Okay. Where it's like, oh, we need to go help these guys, but we don't even know who they are, and right. then we never even see him get saved. Like uh, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, you're uh, saving Private Ryan, but you don't even know who Private Ryan is or why right. you're saving him. Exactly. <laughs> kind of like. Cool. That. Yeah. So anyway, right Scott Fury, absolutely worth checking out. That's really great. good. Good action. Uh, so excited to see what Ayer has next. And this has been a review of Fury on the, on the Batman, Batman Universe. Universe podcast. So thanks. That's it. Good night. <laughs> no, dude, I just uh, listen. It's that we got that Friday mo going. Yeah. I'm razzing you. We're all over the everyone, place. And everyone I know who has watched it goes, I, I. It is absolutely a precursor for Suicide Squad. You totally get it. You well, you know? gotta love right now. That's like everything that's happening with these movies. Yeah. Like all the actors and the roles that they're doing. Like yeah. it's all just like precursor stuff. Like right. uh, Margot Robbie and Will Smith. Like yeah, you're focus. you're in focus. Like how about let's see your chemistry. Oh, we already know it's good. Like yeah. you can work together. Oh, uh, you know, Jack Courtney, you're a, a buff Australian dude. Here, here's a here's a super uh, Australian superhero. Like, play him, huh? Like, it's just it feels pretty safe. So it's good. It's good. That's it's it's okay to take what you know and apply it. That's great. Speaking of Jai Courtney Segway, uh, <laughs> we have some little quotes and nuggets from him. He's been making the rounds, interviewing various sources as they try and pry any Suicide Squad info out of him. In an interview with MTV, he joked about whether there was any other Australian superhero. The interviewer, who claimed he was a comic book guy, couldn't name another, which I can't either. Can you? I don't know. I, don't, I can think of one. Australian. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I know there are some. Scanner, get on it. C- correct us. Find it. Come on, fans. Uh, In the, <clears throat> how about this? Here's a poll for you. All right. In the old... 80s X-Men cartoon, Pride of the X-Men. They only did one episode. Wolverine had an Australian accent. Whoa. Australian accent. And it, it, Look it up. It's Logan, weird. Well, I mean, and that's Marvel U, but I'm I'm there. Okay. Logan is always a, a Canadian. I know. 100% I know. of the time. So that's why I remember watching that cartoon way back when and yeah. being like, What? Huh. What if they gave him, like, a French-Canadian accent? That would be more on point and yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> you can see what these claws can do, huh? Like, that's that's the best I can do. Okay, uh, so he was talking, you know, about how it was great he landed the part because he's Australian. Uh, he also talked about the decision to take the role uh, being a no-brainer as he was taking a road trip to New Orleans with Shia LaBeouf. Weird, as one does. Weird. John <laughs> Courtney took a road trip to New Orleans with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, that that could be a movie. Like, I'd watch it. Can you imagine passing them on the freeway and just looking? You're like, is that Shia LaBeouf? Is that Jai Courtney? Are they try? They're on a road trip together. Like, 
I like to imagine Do them at Cafe Du Monde <laughs> sipping coffee and eating beignets and enjoying just the southern charm of New Orleans. Just, it's like it, you don't think of actors even driving themselves around, like That's let true. alone two like pretty high profile guys. Just like we're just going to New Orleans, <laughs> like right on. Uh, which, if you watch the interview, the the guy I always forget his name. He does all these MTV interviews, um, but. He's more interested in that than anything else after that. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa wait a second. You're on a road trip with Shia LaBeouf? Like, let's talk about it. And he's like, oh, we got stories, man. We got stories. They don't really get into it. Anyway, he basically just talks about when he was discussing uh, Ayer's kind of stringent um, style and how he's, his dedication was more than convincing enough for uh, Jai Courtney to take anything that basically he offered him, which, I mean, David Ayer's got a lot of clout at this point anyway, and Jai Courtney not so much, so not a huge surprise. I don't think that's really a sacrifice for Jai Courtney. No offense or anything. Uh, But he was quoted to say, it does attract a certain amount of talent and dedication, and David really demands that. He said, I mean, I'd heard a lot about what he put the guys through on Fury in order to prepare for that film and it fascinated me. I mean, you don't, you don't always get that. It's such a privilege when, as an actor, <clears throat> when you are presented with a challenge and expected to really bring it and match and kind of come along. I think the group he's assembled, there's probably going to be a really healthy amount of competition between us, you know, not just to do it like the macho elements of getting in shape and stuff. You bring out the best in one another and you demand that of each other. So yeah, great stuff. He's training. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot I wrote the second part. He's also training. <laughs> He's, it's just just robust, fantastic Jay Courtney knowledge here. Uh, this is the Jay Courtney hour. Uh, I literally lost steam halfway through all the Jay Courtney fun. Uh, no, it's, he's tra- they're all training, doing jiu-jitsu, and then he said they're going to start training together and that he wrestled around with Will Smith, and Will Smith is stronger than him. So that's that. So fantastic. Uh, there's your visual for the week is uh, Jai Courtney uh, and Will Smith wrestling. There you are. <laughs> fantastic. So Why didn't you tweet a <laughs> You're welcome. Why didn't you tweet a picture of that, David Ayer? I know, man. Come on. Let's... I would have got some play. Yeah. Hey, I would have. More than squibs. I'd have looked at it a few times, that's for sure. Yeah. Squibs are good and all, but. Uh, all right. All right. Thanks for sharing, Jai Courtney. Yeah, we thanks, appreciate it. thanks, buddy. Uh, and then another little footnote when we're talking uh, DC villains and Batman villains. Uh, Jim Parsons from The Big Bang Theory, of course. Uh, he was talking to MTV, and he expressed that he'd like to be a superhero or in a superhero movie, but mostly he would most like to play a villain. He said the Riddler is who he'd like to play and that the character isn't being utilized enough. Agreed. As yes, far as not being utilized. That enough. is true. I think he could do it. What do you think? Eh. Yeah. I Here's the thing. I like Jim Parsons. I think he's funny. He's pretty one note, though. But he doesn't have a lot of range. Yeah. When he was on SNL, he didn't have range. When yeah. he was asked to do a lot of different things, he kept doing the same thing. Yeah. So I think he's funny on Big Bang. Some people can't stand him because mm-hmm. um, we had this conversation in in the Real Fans for Real Movies group. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, oh, wait, so, about, just about him or about him playing about him playing the Riddler. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, somebody's like, "Oh, he wants to play the Riddler. What do you guys think?" And it went in this big conversation about really? can can he or should he play the Riddler? Number one, I think he was just talking off the cuff. I don't even think this is an option. He's no. just they asked him, "Do you want to be in a superhero movie?" He goes, "Yeah, I like the Riddler. I'd like to play the Riddler." Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there are worse people to play the Riddler than Jim Parsons, but he's certainly not the top of my list. I think looks wise he could nail it, but acting wise, yeah, not no, he, not unless really he's hiding a heck of a lot of range that we just haven't seen yet. Indeed, yeah. Uh, you know who my choice for Riddler is? Okay, who? Did you see this? Mm. Neil Patrick Harris. What? Yeah, he would bring... He would, he would kill bring it. it. He would kill bring it. it. Yeah, he would bring it hard. Like, he would be... And he, and he's got the range. Like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, he could be creepy and super smart. And the theatrical... And the, look. the theatrics oh, of it would yeah. be, like, on point. That would be good. And, yeah, he, he, he's and got he's the a fan. Look. Yeah, and he's a fan. That Cause, guy, cause that guy like, can do everything. He can do everything. But, you know, you watch Gone Girl, like, yeah. very creepy. Yeah. But he'd be great. Yeah, he would. I agree. Not that we're talking about Neil Patrick Harris, but I'm just throwing out my fan casting. No, I'm, not, I'm not the only one who thinks that. I've seen other people say it too, uh, but I think... I'd much rather see him than awesome. Jim Parsons. This was just kind of a fun food for thought kind yeah, of thing. But, uh, for sure. But, uh, dude, I'd love to see Nigma on on uh, Gotham. Yeah. Do like a, a full-on... Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because I think Because I, I, I agree with that Riddler's not being used enough because Riddler mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. I think he's awesome. I've been waiting for a big screen cinematic Riddler that's not Jim Carrey. The fact that Frank Gorshin is like the callback every time. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how long it's been since we've gotten like a really great maniacal, like fantastic yeah. Riddler is just like that shows. Yeah. He's not being utilized enough. Yeah. So. so hopefully. There are plans for the Riddler sometime in the future, and hopefully they will listen to me. Give, I hope give so NPH too. a call. Yeah, hey. I think he'll answer. So, we're moving on to comics. Ooh, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is a big this one. This is the story of the week. Movies took this a is. huge backseat. I'm curious to, <clears throat> to hear your thoughts, Jamie McGoonigal. Okay, yes. So This is another one that we I actually expended online. We Big did, time. Yeah, I, I went I went actually on the Batman Universe Facebook page and had a little comment, uh, a little discussion. My, I threw my two cents in there, but it was totally like split, mixed, uh, like on the reactions to this. So what we're talking about is the fact that DC canceled the Joker variant for Batgirl number forty one. So um, a lot of the guys like uh, Donovan and some of the other guys on the Batman universe were talking about this, and they were really uh, offense uh, uh, taken up, taken aback by the cover before this was before it was pulled. And for me, I I just didn't see the sexual the, the sexual nature is what everyone is referring to that it's that it's referring to um, or that it has like this offensive sexual nature to it right. which I didn't get I'm like I get that it's horrific like and it's bringing not horrific but knowing the story if you don't know the killing joke basically what happens spoiler alert uh, but not really because you should have read that by now it's Damn been it. around it's been Come around on. a while it's quintessential uh, the Joker shows up at uh, Barbara's house she answers the door and he shoots her and she is paralyzed and then later on, you find out as the Joker is drawing uh, Gordon into like this fun house and kind of playing all these mind games with him, he puts a bunch of images of Barbara stripped naked on the screen. Now, yes, that was perverse. 
there's no sexual act that's happening really. Like it's just her humiliated and you know sexually yeah. humiliated. Yeah. So that is a portion of that. Now there is no reference to that time or that moment in this there's a reference to obviously that occurrence because he's dressed the same way that he he wears this uh uh like hawaiian t-shirt and this hat when he shoots right. barbara right so it is in reference to that story obviously he's wearing the same outfit yeah yes. he's wearing the same outfit so i get that but it's more like this guy paralyzed her and he obviously it was a traumatic deal but <clears throat> i actually aligned with somebody kind of put it like this like the way that they view the Joker is almost asexual. He doesn't do yeah. things in yeah. a perverse manner because he's getting sexual pleasure out of it. Right. He's doing it, and and this is the way I saw it in that story, is like whether or not Barbara was a woman or a man, I mean, okay, that's that's irrelevant to me because, yeah, it's perverse what he's doing, but it, the whole point is to get to Gordon, right? Like that's his goal, is he is mentally trying to destroy Gordon. All that being said, I did not understand what was so upsetting about it. It's the Joker. He's supposed to be an upsetting character. Um, I did get that people were saying for the new lighthearted Batgirl that this felt pretty heavy, but I was reading Batgirl all before this new version and it was heavy. It was mm-hmm. majorly, massively heavy. So her as a character and especially with Barbara, it's like, I didn't, I didn't really get it. I'm like, well, this is, she's had run-ins with the Joker. She's dealt with death. In the New 52 story arc, she shoots her own brother, or she kills her own brother. Well, supposedly. You know, so she's she's got a lot of demons. She's dealt with a lot of trauma. So it didn't feel too dark for me, and I didn't really get the sexual nature of it. But the reason that they said they pulled this, and I'll let you get to your opinion now, uh, but the reason they said they pulled this was actually not threats against DC, but people who were offended by this cover were getting harassment threat that being threatened and were harassed Mm -hmm. which i was like oh like that's actually a very different thing right and i respect that because actually uh rafael albuquerque who who created the cover he actually asked dc to pull it because he didn't want right you know people who were upset with it to be harassed and to to face that so i actually support that just in that you know he is an artist asked for it to be pulled and that for that decision, you know, because the people who did have a problem with it, they were being harassed. Okay, yeah. But overall, I I just didn't I didn't really get it. I don't really get what's sexual about it. And so that's why if it would have stayed, I'd have been fine with it. Um, but the fact that it didn't, okay, you know, fine. The, the, it's pulled and we can move on. Yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, well, I... I was shocked at the uproar about this this image and this cover. To me, it felt like any potential Joker cover that could have happened over the years. And it could have happened to any hero over the years. So even though it's an homage to the killing joke, mm-hmm. I don't even think that's part of the issue because you know what like the killing joke story is already out there it already stands if you have issues with what the joker did to barbara in the killing joke go go attack that attack book. that book Amen. you know go burn copies of the killing joke like catcher in the rye like whatever yeah. like if that's your issue have at it i don't agree with that either totally. but i mean this is who the joker is the joker is a scary sadistic villain and he does scary and sadistic things to heroes mm-hmm. because that's who he is yes. so this is a picture of the joker being scary with batgirl mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing sexual about it. Mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. like 
in order to make it sexual, you have to say, oh, this is celebrating the killing joke, and in the killing joke, he might have sexually assaulted Barbara <laughs> Gordon. So this is glorifying a sexual assault that may or may not have happened in a fictional story 30 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Like, what? Show show that cover to anyone that doesn't know the killing joke. Yes. And, and tell me... Why have them explain to me why that's sexual in nature? Like yeah. that's there's like, nothing sexual about it. His arm is around her. That's weird. No. He's got a gun if, in his yeah, hand. He's not she, even grabbing her shoulder. He's yes. holding a gun. He's not so even touching. Like, yeah, yeah. It's he's, just threatening. Exactly. And which he, is the Joker. If like, he had her bent over, yeah, you sure. know what? Yeah. I'd be like, I get it. Yeah. Not okay. I get it. Yeah. But he is literally standing there. Right. And just intimidating her mm-hmm. and Samaria scaring her. And scaring across her, her face. Which yeah. he has done for times. years. Yeah. A million times with a million characters. With Batman, with Robin, yeah. with Nightwing. So Even if he was doing something perverse, you know, again, I, not a smart move, but to go with what you said, I mean, it, it's the Joker, so it's weird that we're putting the Joker on this level that, that's, like, beneath him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... He's done horrific things yeah. for decades. Yeah, villains you know? do villainous things, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so I'm like, I just don't. It's very I, the whole thing mm-hmm. completely makes no sense to yeah. me. Again, if the image was a different image and and there was something distinctly sexual about it, or really objectifying Barbara, but there's not. Yeah. It is. It is literally just him uh, being scary. Yeah. And yeah. she being scared right. of the Joker. Yeah. And if we're so sensitive that we can't show a hero being scared of someone as scary as the Joker, then what the hell? Why even read a comic? comic why even read a comic? That's conflict, and that's why you read a comic, so Barbara can overcome these things. Exactly. It's So to me, the whole thing is, is ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's a shame that it got to the point where they did have to pull it. Right. Um, Albuquerque, the the artist, I think I think the artwork is is really cool. Um, Phenomenal. But yeah. I give him credit for being like, you know what, I I just wanted to to draw a cool cover. Yeah. And I didn't mean for all this. And so this is what he said. My intention was never to hurt or upset anyone through my heart, my art. For that reason, I've recommended to DC that the variant cover be pulled. And you know what? That's fine. Like, he's not going to die on a sword for this. Um, no. But that's now, a classy move. Yeah. Like, that's it's just, a classy It's a move. really nice move. Like, I, it's not necessary to me, but I think that's, like, a really cool thing to do. Like, Absolutely. Like, a way to go. Ex- exactly. He's like, you know what? I just tried to make art. Yeah. It's what I do. It's what I draw. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sorry trying to get anyone hurt pushed, or offended. I'm sorry yeah. that I pushed some button I didn't know existed. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I don't think he needed to, but right. he did. Yeah. And you know what? Fine. Like it's probably I, the best way. I, I find again. I, I find it so strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the the statement. I don't think I have it here. Uh, I have his statement, but basically, uh, DC said that um, harassment and violence are not something that they they condone in their comics. And I'm like. Well, it, was something, it was something I about it. being like condoned in society. I didn't think it was specifically yeah. about comics. Oh, okay. I, I, I felt like it was more vague. Either way, it is a weird gray area because it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm always okay with the bad existing because that's you have to have that, right, so that the hero can triumph over it. Because when you have a villain that's not bad enough, you get a lot of empathy, and it's very confusing for people, you know? Yeah. When you have yeah. a guy or a girl that's straight up bad, you know, or doing terrible things, and then you have a guy or a girl that's yeah. straight up 
trying to stop them and do good. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not that cut and dry. Anyways, we, we could wax philosophical about this all day. Right. But, again, yeah, I... I it's a shame that I feel bad that everyone got so offended by it or the people that did. I, I just don't see it, you know? Yeah. Like, I think we're both on the same page with this. So, right. you know, but it's a big deal. And, you know, I think that everyone can move on from this. But this kind of stuff does worry me a little bit just because it's like, well, you know, these have a tendency to have a snowball effect. Yeah. You know, and we've seen a lot of scrutiny over the over sexual sexualization of characters in comic books that I mean frankly like I didn't notice were an issue before have like done tons you know it's become a hot issue right and so I just worry about the future of this stuff like where it gets it runs itself off a cliff and like you can't be creative at all because you're worried about offending the next guy Mm -hmm. where does it end you know so this is a, a pretty specific case so hopefully that's that and we're done but I hope. I mean, but we, we'll see. we what was it? Six months ago, there was an issue with Spider Woman. Spider Woman, yeah. And it's which, yeah, which is really weird. And the, the, there was a lot of great contrast to that with a lot of Spider Man covers that people yeah. brought up, yeah. Which like clearly outline or focus like on his, you know groin yes. area essentially right, right, right. which is just something that people don't generally focus on yeah you know so it's like it, it's it's kind of a weird i don't know that's well and that's even this a- even with this one if we want to come back to, to the subject at hand uh a lot of people are out there saying oh okay so it's okay for the joker to do this as long as he does it to a man right he can't do it to a woman yeah and, you know, people are like, oh, that's not true. He, you, he never does that. And you go through years and years of comic books, the Joker intimidating and doing yeah. awful things to Batman yeah. and Robin and uh-huh. Nightwing. It's so uh-huh. easy to find. So yeah. it's, it's really It's almost strange. perpetuating a stereotype sometimes, I think, when it's like we, we, uh, we could go way into this. And I don't want to say too much, but um, sometimes when people – it feels very protective of women – and and then I look at like equality, you know, and and so it's it's just this weird like double edged deal where yeah. it's like I feel like we're 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 kind of putting her on this pedestal when we we say we want you know female characters to act the same as men and and men as women and have that equality all across, but then then you're saying oh well this is okay to do the, to a man maybe not specifically but I think some yeah you know are saying that oh, well in these all these scenarios it's fine because that's a guy, but it's like well what if that guy was a homosexual then 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 what you know like it's like okay there's evil and perversity and all this stuff like. Sometimes I think it's okay to just accept it as that because that's a bad dude doing something bad. Right. And like, right. let's stop, let's stop, you yeah. know, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. And let's let that be that, you know, so. Yeah. Anyway. And if we if yeah. we can no longer show the Joker being the Joker, then comic books are going to get really boring. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're going to go back to the, the pre, you know, like stan lee days and stuff where they were afraid to do you yeah know. we'll do the 60s yeah and joker has a giant piano uh no fun yeah so anyways that's our take take it or leave it um we you know hey uh we respect all the opinions of all that like even on the batmanuniverse.net like we have a lot of different varying opinions and they're all good and the bottom line is the intention is all good there nobody mm-hmm. wants to see anyone get hurt right. you know but it's like we all have varying opinions on 
who can be or who's being victimized and whatever. But it's all in good fun, guys. It's comic books. We love these characters. Let's just... <laughs> it's comic books. The, 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 and it's great. It's great discussion. It's a great discussion to have. So... Let's move on. All right, let's move on to video games. Uh, there's a new TV spot for the upcoming video game Arkham Knight showing Batman going to war. So a new TV spot has been released based off the rating at the beginning of the video. It appears it has popped up overseas at this point. The video features Batman gearing up and going to war as expected from the storyline of the upcoming game. Yep, so just kind of more, most just, of, this, yeah, if, if of the same shots. Yeah, and, if you're out there and you're like rabid for more Arkham Knight content while you're waiting for the actual game, here's another little tidbit for you mm-hmm, to enjoy indeed. while you wait. Oh, and I did talk to uh, Brian Carosby. He, one of his little scrolls on his note uh, in the cave, he talked about the uh, Arkham Knight uh, comic book, which I haven't read yet. But, oh. Um, he, said I, it, he said it was excellent. Oh, good. He picks up. Right when Arkham City ends and is before Arkham uh, Arkham Knight, so check it out. Yeah, that's out there in, in the comic book shops as of last week. So uh, seems like it's a good one. Sweet. So, moving on to merchandise. So all the stuff that we have listed here, as we were uh, kind of parading, I was parading a little bit last week about DC collectibles kind of having a a rough go on their site and uh, some of their stuff being hard to find. Well, at the BatmanUniverse.net, Terry Houston and some of the guys over there have landed all of this stuff in one succinct spot on the Batman Universe. So go check these out. All of these things that we're going over are just a rehashing of everything on the site. So we'll run through them quickly. Uh, But, uh, oh, first before I get to those, Batman 66 Second Season Part 2 comes out this July. So if you didn't pick up the full... Uh, Blu-ray DVD release set uh, that's coming out this July. Uh, it's got this cool blue cover, uh, and it's got 12 hours of content. The retail price will be set at 39.98. I almost want to buy them again <laughs> because oh, I love geez. the packaging of these these standalone sets. The it packaging is, cool. is so cool and mm-hmm. retro, and I know that's ridiculous and wasteful. No, but I kind of want to buy them again. It's not. I'm not gonna. I'm for now, but. <laughs> I'm so tempted because I'm like, ridiculous. oh, they're so cool, and they look so cool on the shelf, and that way I don't have to open the big box and pull them oh. out. It, that's it's horrible and lazy, and so it's but. not. You know, the thing that's cool about it though is it's like that's money well spent if you have the space. Because I mean, honestly, like that's great shelf like art. Yeah. Honestly, that's yeah. what these things are. A lot of times, it's just like I've got my Dark Knight uh, box set and then I've got my Batman 66 box set up on my shelf with my figurines. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. I love it. Yeah. So if you got the shelf space... Like, but it's not super convenient to pull down the big box, is it? No, it's not. Which is why I want it again. <laughs> it's mostly convenient for me to walk over and hit the Batman button. And yes. Hear, hear the song. Uh, all right, so moving on to some some statues here. Uh, we'll go through these pretty quick. Uh, Batman Black and White Batman by Carlos Dianda statue. Uh, it is designed by Carlos Dianda, sculpted by Eric Sosa. From the designs of Carlos Dianda, the concept artist of Batman Arkham Asylum, the video game, comes the latest installments of the popular Batman Black and White line. Uh, this one is a limited edition of 5,200 pieces. It's approximately 8 inches tall. It's going to retail for $79.95 U.S. and on sale in October. Yes, indeed. So we're adding other characters. They're adding other characters to the Bat- Batman black and white statue line as well as they have been. So Scarecrow is joining them by the same artist, uh, Carlos Dianda, and sculpted by Eric Sosa as well. 
Um, basically all the same dimensions, about seven and seven, seven and three quarter inches tall, $80. Uh, and it's basically the, the Arkham Asylum, uh, Scarecrow. And he's got like a scythe that looks pretty, pretty wicked. Yeah. Limited edition of 5,200. That feels large to me. Yeah, no, it doesn't feel <laughs> that, that limited. Big. That yeah. seems big. For, for 80 bucks too, like that's a, that's a somewhat limited market. Oh, 5,200, like new 52. Dude, they are bonkers about 52. Wow. Is DC superstitious? I guess. Seriously, 52 huh. like pops up all over the place. That's These weird. guys cannot yeah. get enough. That's their number. Uh, all right, another statue. <laughs> so <laughs> DC Comics Bombshells Catwoman statue designed by Aunt Lucia, sculpted by James Marsano. Uh, protect your valuables or put this stunning statue alongside them. The line of striking stylized statues modeled after the pinups of the 1940s continues with the feline fatale Catwoman. Also a limited edition of 5200 This one's approximately eight and three quarter inches tall. It retails for $124.95, also on sale coming October. That is a really nice one. It totally, it's beautiful. It totally reminds me of, like, it's, it's got the total Breakfast at Tiffany's vibe. Like, Adam oh, Hughes, yeah. whenever yeah. he draws uh, Catwoman, he always makes her look like Audrey Hepburn. And I think that's a great look for her. So this statue, yeah, you'll see, definitely has that look. It's awesome. And uh, also with another one of the... Um, uh, bombshell style. This one's actually not the bombshell line, I guess. Uh, but we might have talked about this one before. It's the Gotham City Garage Harley Quinn statue uh, by Dustin, uh, designed by Dustin Yuen. Uh, I always, I think it's N N G U Y E N. I was Brian always corrects me. I always say Nuyen. Nuyen. That's okay. what I say. Okay, Nuyen. I gotta remember that. Okay, uh, so by designed by Dustin Nuyen, who's an amazing artist, uh, sculpted by Adam Ross and James Marsano. Uh, and I guess it has a, a tattoo designs all over it, uh, ta- designed by Catherine Brannick. So it's her riding this uh, chopper, basically, and like she has a bomb in hand. It's it's really cool. It's super dynamic. She looks fantastic. So just ride in line with all these other fantastic Harley Quinn figures. This one is a pricey three hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, Fifteen inches long, seven and a half inches wide, eight and a half inches tall. So it's a big. It's got a base, and it's like her driving down the street. Uh, again, limited edition of 5200 Dink, I think not. Uh, <laughs> October 2015 is when that one's coming out. So check, look out for that one. Uh, and then one more from the Batman black and white line, uh, The Joker by Lee Bermejo, second edition statue. So based on the artwork of Lee Bermejo, sculpted by... Jean Saint Jean or Jean Saint Jean? Jean Saint Jean. I say Jean. Uh, this one's approximately seven inches tall. Uh, retails for seventy nine ninety five US. Also on sale October twenty fifteen. Man, these all go on sale October twenty fifteen. So come on, save guys. your pennies. Jeez, couldn't you stagger them a little bit? Man, that one. Dude, totally nailed the Lee Bermejo style, like the trench coat and everything. Yeah. So good. So good. Oh, but he's holding a gun down. You better ban this thing. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. He uh, looks scary. They, he's holding a gun. They, put I'm, a walkie-talkie in that hand now. <laughs> <laughs> Stat. Uh, so, actually, guys, we didn't have listener feedback this week. I don't know what's up. Maybe everyone got kind of thrown off by a week, week off. off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even Scanner, old Scanner, old buddy, he, he didn't have, <laughs> he didn't, uh, Jesus Casada, you didn't have our, uh, our feedback, so it's all good, you gave us some nice food for thought last week, but we actually had a little something that we didn't get to last week, this is perfect, that I wanted to read this, 
because it was on Reddit uh, last week, and it got like triple gold because everyone loved it so much. Uh, so if you're a Batman fan and you go on Reddit, you may have seen this, uh, but it's called My Pitch for the Greatest Movie of All Time, uh, submitted by Reddit user Satan's Little Wizard, uh, and it's t- entitled Batmans. So his idea is that you round up everyone who has ever been Batman. They've all been invited to Comic-Con and are going into their respective get-ups, vehicles, uh, etc. And there's obviously some tension amongst the Batmans. Christian Bale and Michael Keaton are getting too much attention. No one realized Will Arnett was Batman in the Lego movie. And he's desperately trying to convince the punters. Uh, Adam West is senile and doesn't ever remember even being Batman. Ben Affleck is given shit for being the newbie, and Val Kilmer is just happy to be there. Then, Comic-Con is overrun with terrorists, and it's up to the Batmans to put aside their differences, team up, and save the day. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. Uh, so, yeah, he, he goes on to say that he got three times gold, uh, and that's fantastic. And then he added a couple things. He said, yes, I left Clooney out, although I did say everyone who's ever been Batman, so he just didn't have a comment on it. Uh, number two, the title is, quote-unquote, Batmans. What's better, better than Batman? Batmen. What's better than Batman? Batmans. Agreed. Uh, to the several <laughs> dozen people who explicitly told me, I wouldn't watch that. Congratulations, you passed the test. Please go and wait at your front door. Lim will be there to collect you soon. Number four, some of you guys seem kind of angry. Sorry about that. Uh, it's been real. I promise I'll give you guys a shout-out at the Oscars. So everyone went ballistic over this. Uh, and I loved it uh, as well. I thought that was a fantastic concept. Somebody actually also came up with the idea that Adam West didn't even, instead of didn't that he didn't remember he was Batman, that he never remembered he was Adam West. Which so he actually Batman. thought he was so Batman. So he truly thinks he's Batman, yeah. which would totally add to, uh, like... I'd love it. This would be fantastic. I mean, this would have, this has like Birdman satire. Oh, yeah. But like yeah. the quirk and, oh, it, it'll never happen. But yeah, Of course it won't, but oh. if they... This would be huge. Oh, this dude. would be huge. The money. Like, I love it. I love it. It's so fun. The thing that's so great about this is, like we always talk about, Batman is the, that character. It is the character that you could do a movie like this, and it would be totally fine. It wouldn't mess up anything. No, yeah. like, people wouldn't be yeah. pissed off. No, like, it would be. It would be hilarious. It would be totally accepted, just because I I truly think that Batman. Well, like, is, if you can have fun with Batman the way they did in the Lego Movie mm-hmm. and the upcoming Batman Lego Movie, Precisely. you can have fun with Batman this way. It, you know, it, I think. It, mm-hmm. And he didn't include George Clooney, so what it should be is there should just be a George Clooney cameo <laughs> where they're like. George, we need your help. And he's just like, nah. And nah. he walks out the door. <laughs> yeah, he's like, guys, I've he's apologized like, for this. Yeah. I've apologized. He can just be like, again. listen, fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice. And just yeah. walks out the door. Burn that bridge. <laughs> no, I think I think it's I think it's a super fun idea. I would love it. Super great. So good on you, Satan's little wizard. You are Satan's one of little us. Wizard. I know. <laughs> Even the username is just clever. And if they so. all got their vehicles there. Dude, totally. Imagine the big finale with all of the Batmobiles chasing down scores of terrorists. Ugh, How cool would that dude. be? Can we just get a Comic-Con panel with this? Like, can we just yeah, get that? at the very like, least. At the very least, like, because even when we were, when we all saw the... I'd camp out now. The 70, yeah, I know. I would, there would be no end. Uh, we would miss a year of work to get to that. Uh, the, it's fine. I don't care for work anyway. No, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever it takes. The... The Batman 75 anniversary panel didn't even have some of these guys. No, you know, I had all the no. creators and all that, which is cool. But, like, 
come on. You didn't even have Keaton or anything. Like, dude, if you could, you, I don't know. I feel like they could wrangle this, you yeah. know, some of the pull, like, and the excitement about it. And these guys talk about awesome. it, you know, like, yeah. I would be pumped to even see Clooney and Kilmer, like, in a panel like that. Right. Just to be like, oh, dude, like, this is, you guys were Batman. Like, yeah. you guys were, yeah. like, who cares, you know? Uh, so, that's that's our request. Can that just become true? Like that's that's all we want. At least give us the panel. At least give us that. Uh, but you know, at the very least, we can always dream. So again, thank you, Satan's Little Wizard. Is that it? I guess that's, that's it. it, man. Let's we wrap it, it up. We made it. Dude, we made it. We're at almost an hour. Dude, that's pretty good for we, us. F- we, we have no problem. We have no problem going off topic. Yeah, we spitball. This, this is what happens. Yeah, we actually made it a little bit longer, even though we had way we had less way news. less material. So we went ten minutes longer than usual. <laughs> yeah. So this is what happens. You're so welcome, listeners. Let us know what you guys think about our spitballing. If it's welcomed or not, you know. Well, we don't really care. It's yeah. gonna happen. If you guys are like, but- how dare you waste it? <laughs> 15 more minutes of my time <laughs> hey, talking about fury. We can try and spitball more later on. We just try and keep it to the news when there is news. But, you know, there's no weeks news. like so this. You know, this so is, at this point, you're just hanging out with buds talking Batman. Yeah, that's right. What you're, are you going to do? We're your bad buds. You there's know? nothing better to do. That's right. There Hang out. We don't have anything better to do. That's right. No. We're just gonna this say is my plans we're gonna week. say yeah we're done we're we're gonna we're gonna leave this mic on we're gonna cut it here but we're gonna just be sitting here talking the rest of the weekend we're gonna <laughs> settle in that does it though guys thank you so much for checking into the Batman Universe podcast once again do not forget to check out all the other podcasts on the Batman Universe some great ones still up there new ones popping up all the time. Also, don't forget to check out our sister show, Sister Show, Sister Show, show. Holy Badcast, hosted by Andy D. Genova and his cast and cavalcade of random, random Bat Brothers, Bat Brothers as well, and and chop it up about all the latest and greatest and some of the older stuff too. Uh, and uh, don't forget to, to go onto the Facebook page uh, and give us some feedback. We need some feedback, guys. Uh, that uh, Some would-you-rathers and whatnot. Those are always fun. Uh, but that about does it for us here at the Batman Universe. Also, check out all those that merch on the page that those guys are putting together. Uh, that's great stuff. I'm just rambling at this point. That does it. Thank you guys so much. This has been the Batman Universe. <laughs> The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. (laughs) It's me. It's you. Intro. Okay. It's time to rev the Batmobile. It's time to put on suits. It's time to punch the Joker on the Batman universe tonight. Perfect. That was amazing. We need to get that for real.